Welcome to Entrepreneur Yet. For those of us, sometimes called side hustlers, trying to keep their head on straight while balancing building a business while holding down that nine to five. And I'm your host, Sasha Korobov. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the show. Now, full disclosure, I still sound a little bit froggy from that cold I was battling the last few weeks, so I'm sorry about that. But today's topic is just too important for me to not show up. It's something that I'm really passionate about, and that is the mighty power of being a small fry in business. You see, something happened to me this week, and it reminded me that while I am, in fact, mighty, as we all are, I'm still tiny. Basically, I had an amazing guest confirmed for the show, but within a few days when we were supposed of when we were supposed to record, I got a cancellation, and the <laughs> the reason cited basically what the team said was they were getting big publicity and press that needed to be prioritized. Ugh, ouch. <laughs> now, let me state for the record that the people on their team were 1000% professional, kind, and totally awesome. They were genuinely sorry for the cancellation and they were so sweet and there are absolutely no hard feelings on my end. But it was, as one of my aunts in America would say, my Auntie Ying, like a cold, wet mackerel to the face <laughs> to get an email like that. A little bit of a gut punch, not just because of the cancellation itself, because you know, that happens, but because the reason cited, right? The reason I'm too tiny a business to be considered at the moment, wah, wah. So I will say that there are always <laughs> reminders of the fact that I run a small solo business. Um, I wonder if you experience any of these. My, my sneaking suspicion is that you might. So three of these reasons might include... One, my first reminder is learning that I really need to auto bill people because when they don't pay or when they're late, that could really screw my business depending on the month. And then I've like got to go into my personal funds in a way that I didn't expect. You know, learning that you have to automate some things in order to be firm in getting paid for your services is a really hard lesson to learn, but an important one. Secondly, another reminder I don't have a fancy setup at home with lots of blue and floral accents to shoot breathtakingly polished videos. Like, what's up with that? Where are all of these oceanfront homes with blue and floral accents just waiting for online business owners to shoot super polished videos? I got to tell you, they're definitely not in England, not in this area that I'm in. Anyway, um, moving on. The third reminder that I am a tiny but mighty business is that sometimes I feel guilt when I take a break, because, you know, I'm still in my nine to five, and I'm on the verge of burnout more frequently than I care to admit. But even still, like taking time to restore yourself, right or wrong, can sometimes come with a little guilt or a little bit of doubt that you should be doing that. And, you know, this is something I still work on daily. So those are three reminders that I routinely have that I am a tiny but mighty business. But you know what? This is what I want you to know. There's real power in being the little guy, in being the small fry. And in the midst of those reminders that make it really hard, I know that you also have those flickers of really believing in yourself. When you take a step back, if you're just 
lying in your bed silently at night, unable to sleep or, you know, trying to just get on with your day, you have these thoughts where you see what your future might be, if only you keep chipping away. And I'm here today with my froggy little voice, ribbit ribbit, to tell you why you should follow those flickers and why there's real strength in being a tiny but mighty business. Yes, small fry, there's real power in being you. First of all, let's talk about screw ups. We all make them, we all have them. Let's say you have an offering that didn't quite hit the mark or a website that's like really hard on the eyes or you say something dumb in a Facebook live or you've started a whole business and begin to wonder if you should pivot to something else. Well, guess what? When you're a tiny but mighty business, you can course correct on all of that and have a much smaller ripple effect than if you were a big fish. Quick story here. I had a whole business I wasn't sure about. I mean, it was an inspired business, I felt. It was rooted in how to be more involved in activism. And it was something that I cared about a lot, but I didn't actually have a whole lot of experience with it. And my lack of confidence came through in everything I did, and it kept me playing small. So while it was, you know, a noble pursuit, it wasn't the right business for me. And yeah, I had some people on my email list. I had paid to get a full website for it, and there was content out there uh, on some of the subjects that I would talk about with it, but it just didn't feel right. And so after, I don't know, eight or so months, do you know what I did? I just scrapped it. I, I just full stop. I just packed up a whole business, packed up the whole shop and turned the lights out. And, you know, that was a hard time for a number of reasons. But one problem that I did not have in the midst of that, because I was a tiny business, I could learn that hard lesson and not have to deal with like negative press or letting a lot of people down or having to invest in a huge rebranding education campaign when I got more into the business that I'm in now, which is where I want to be um, and where I believe I belong. And if you were to have one of those rebranding and re-education campaigns, they're really long and really expensive to execute. And there's no guarantee that it'll even be done well. So I say all of this to say that in that instance, for me, there was incredible freedom in being tiny. Okay, so that's number one. Secondly, let's talk about raving fans. I have been so lucky to work with a handful of amazing women lately on getting clear on their business ideas and shaping their next entrepreneurial steps, like super exciting. And all of them, every single one, had purchased bigger courses or group programs to try to achieve some of that clarity and figuring out the next steps. But you know what? The support in these groups or courses were really limited. Um, a lot of their questions would go unanswered and they didn't feel like they really had a safe place to test out ideas outside of just trying to get help on a Facebook thread here and there. And as a result they stayed stuck. And I do like to say sometimes, just because you get stuck doesn't mean you stop. 
but without having any other additional support, they stopped because they became stuck. Well, guess what? In working with me, they became unstuck. Why do you think that is? Because I am a small fry. I am a tiny but mighty business owner. I'm able to offer them personalized attention right now. We work together to identify where they're stuck, clear away all the dust, and as a result, uh, they've settled on business ideas that they're really confident in. They're getting podcast interviews. They're creating momentum around their work. Basically, they're rocking it. Now, of course, they are responsible for that success. I cannot take credit for how awesome my people are. But what I can say for my bit is that I have the honor of being a fully present and attentive cheerleader in their journeys because I am a tiny but mighty business owner. And now make no mistake, they're now telling their friends about me. They're referring me to a wider network. They're saying all kinds of lovely things about me. Thank you guys. I hear you and I appreciate you. And my my note to my clients, like our shared success is helped by the fact that I am a tiny but mighty business, a little small fry. Finally, for the last bit, I want to get back to where we started about the guest on my show who very politely and sweetly, again, no hard feelings at all, needing to back out of an interview with me. I wanted to leave a note to the big fishes out there because this is really important. And I have a few big fishes booked on the show for the next few months. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, So I wanted to offer a final shameless plug for a tiny but mighty business. When you give a tiny but mighty business a chance on a podcast or a guest post or, you know, like one of those featured spotlighted testimonials, there's a real chance that the tiny but mighty business owner will work absurdly hard to promote you. I mean, they're going to post all over their social media about it. They're going to tell all their friends. They may even have, you know, like a listening party for a podcast episode or refer countless people to your courses or offerings. Because that small fry knows what it means to have a shot like that, and they don't want to take it for granted. They want to prove that you made the right decision by being that bigger wave, lifting that tiny little boat, that tiny determined little boat. I know that I personally have three entrepreneur big fish who I've worked with in my life that I still talk about all the time. Uh, I know I've floated them thousands of dollars in business referrals, never expecting anything back, all because they gave me a shot in some way, or at the very least had a little bit of a personal touch, um, treated me like a human being instead of just, you know, someone who's got a credit card and can bring them in some revenue. Um, You know, customers can really sniff out the difference and uh, it's, it's a big deal. It makes a real difference to that person when they feel that they've been treated and supported like a full person. So in other words, to any big fish listening, a little step like that, giving a little small fry a chance could bring in the next wave of your brand new raving fans, a fresh cohort of people who just are waiting to hear your message because they've already heard about you. They've already gotten a raving testimonial about you from somebody like a small fry in business. 
the trust is already established. And, uh, you know, what we know about marketing and building trust, you know, it's just the fast track to get in more fans. So that return on investment is way, way less expensive than running Facebook or Instagram ads. And you know what? It's also a lot less work. And a fun little fact, because you guys know that I, I'm kind of a data nerd at this point. Did you know that it would take 34 emails sent to your mailing list to equal the efficacy of just one face-to-face interaction, face-to-face conversation in sales? That's right. You would have to, so let's say you're sitting there, you're writing your emails, you want to you know, launch your course or something, you would have to send 34 emails to equal one face-to-face person talking to another person about you and singing your praises and being like, oh my God, you can't miss this person. They are so awesome. You need to sign up with them right away. So, and I'm not making that up. A fancy little shop that you may have heard of called Harvard Business Review has written about this and I'll link that up in the show notes if you want to geek out. So basically, and this really can't be ignored, think of all of the friends, big fishes out there, think of all the friends that the tiny but mighty business owners make in Facebook or through these networks and all these groups that they join, all these courses that they sign up for. They're all talking to each other. They're all looking for answers. They're all looking for help. So if a big fish gives a small fry a chance and that trusted small fry runs and tells everyone how awesome you as the big fish are, Again, let's go back to the Harvard stats here. That's 34 fewer emails you need to write to get the same result as that grateful, determined little small fry who will not shut up about how awesome you are. And really, that's just smart business. Ugh, such a juicy topic. I am absolutely dying to know whether you're a big fish or a small fry and what you thought of this episode. Uh, Catch me on Instagram at SashaKorobovBiz. I'll link that up in the show notes. And let me know. I know that some of this stuff can come off as kind of controversial, you know, because we really do uh, want to be seen as experts in the field. And we don't want people to know that we're these little small fish and that we still have our struggles because we're afraid it's going to make for imperfect marketing. But like, you know what, to the small fries out there, just show up, show up as you are. And to the big fish out there, listen to the small fries. There's great power in what they bring. So just to wind down on this rant that I've had here, <laughs> never underestimate the the mighty, mighty power of the small fry, of the, the tiny but mighty um, small business owner. And for the big fish out there, we love you. We'll work hard for you. Don't count us out. So All right. Well, I have got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in the next few months for you on this show. So if you haven't already, you're really going to want to make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss it. And until next time, from this tiny but mighty small fry to the big fish, everyone out there in between, take care and we'll catch you next week. Bye.